0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, December 3rd. S&P futures are trading off about four points. That's about 12 basis points. They've been flat to down four points for the last several hours. So very quiet, slow morning in the US. NASDAQ futures are trading a bit better, up about 20 points. That's about 17 basis points. So mild outperformance and growth momentum so far this morning. The major European indices are trading off about 30 basis points, not a clear distinction in terms of growth versus cyclical. Uh, some of the sectors on each side of that equation um, you know, are, are mixed. So you're seeing some underperformance in financials and energy, but you are seeing um, outperformance in some epicenter names, especially travel-related ones like Rolls-Royce and uh, Amadeus. Uh, it, it, the major Asian indices uh, were mixed as well. The Hang Seng traded well while mainland China ended in the red. Um, So, not much to really talk about this morning. Again, as far as kind of the big macro topics, the conversation is relatively unchanged. Um, Although I do think there are a couple of uh, shifts to kind of be aware of. So, I think the major macro change in the last 12, 18 hours was Schumer and Pelosi coming out yesterday talking about how. This nine hundred and eight billion dollar fiscal stimulus blueprint that was outlined by a group of bipartisan senators earlier in the week, Schumer and Pelosi came out and said that should be a quote unquote starting point for negotiation. So that ostensibly represents a large compromise on their part, whereas previously they were asking for a number, um, you know, close to two trillion dollars. Now it looks like they've kind of cut that in half and are and are willing to negotiate around a nine hundred billion dollar number. Um, you no, know, so obviously that helps move the ball forward in terms of fiscal negotiations I would just you know make two points I still think you have a very large gap between McConnell and Pelosi on this subject um, you know so despite that apparent concession on the part of Pelosi and Schumer yesterday I still think that there is a large gap again between kind of the two main principles in these talks um, and also you know quote-unquote starting point does not mean they're they're prepared to accept the 900 billion uh, the 900 billion plan verbatim it, it sounds like and they are you know they were they essentially said that they would be, uh, you know, looking to add items into the pl- into that blueprint. So, you know, again, I I still think that you have um, some tough negotiations ahead of you. I'd imagine that this budget bill. So remember, there are two parallel sets of negotiations occurring in Washington. There is the budget, which you need to resolve by December 11th, um, and then you have stimulus that's occurring alongside it. The objective is. Um, that you can fold into the budget bill some stimulus items, and I think that you will wind up doing that i I think that the stimulus measure though will be somewhat uh, modest I don't think you're going to see a trillion dollar agreement get reached in the lame duck session. I just think the politics of that are too difficult so they're going to do a little bit now and then and then wait until after Biden gets inaugurated on the 20th to take further action. that to me is the most likely outcome of all of this um. Just a few other measures to note. I do think in the market, in ter- how, the, how they view fiscal stimulus. So obviously in the last several months, I think the market looked at the prospect of fiscal stimulus as being an unmitigated positive. I think at this point in time, actually, um, that view is, is changing somewhat. And so as you see, treasury yields creep higher in anticipation of reflation, in anticipation of higher fiscal spending. Um, you, know, you are approaching the point where they could start to undermine equity sentiment. So I think... Equity bulls right now look at the landscape and they see vaccines are coming. Um, and again, in the mind of equities, vaccines serve as fiscal stimulus. So vaccines are on their way, and you have the central banks that are extraordinarily accommodative. and you also you do have fiscal stimulus in the system already. It's not like um, it's not like deficits right now are flat. You have very large deficits to begin with, which by um, obviously represent fiscal stimulus. So I think equities might not necessarily want another blowout fiscal bill. Given that that could push treasury yields to a level where they start to undermine stock multiples. So, you know, I do think you are seeing an evolution in how markets view the entire stimulus issue. Um, And that's definitely something to keep in mind going forward. The other macro development I think that's interesting is just kind of uh, pertains to the upcoming runoff races in Georgia. So these races will determine control of the Senate. Republicans need to win just one of them to stay in the majority, Democrats have to win both. That would take. Senate to 50-50. That would make Vice President Harris the tiebreak and and give Democrats a very, very tiny majority. Um, It's it's likely that McConnell will keep his job next year and stay majority leader, but the odds that Democrats can win both those seats are creeping higher. Um, I think Trump is doing his party no favors by his continued attacks on the election results and his continued attacks on Georgia's electoral systems specifically um that will depress turnout. Now it looks like Trump is going to go on the road and start to actively campaign for um the two Republicans running in Georgia. You know, he still is much more popular than the overall Republican party. So his participation should help, but um again, I think his continued attacks on the election are are going to depress Republican turnout and you're seeing Senator Perdue, Republican Senator Perdue in Georgia come under continued criticism Pressure for his prolific stock trading activity. So there was another huge article in the New York Times, um, just talking about how active an investor he was. Um, obviously, this has been a big overhang on him specifically. So if that continues to gain traction in the coming weeks, that could hurt him um, specifically. And obviously, he's he's uh, you know a half of the Republicans running in Georgia. Um, so that to me, those are the two big kind of macro changes in the last 12, 18 hours, just kind of the state of the Georgia races and then the evolution of the fiscal process in Washington. The conversations around all the other topics are very much unchanged. So COVID vaccines, um, COVID cases, COVID uh, mitigation steps, fiscal, I'm sorry, monetary stimulus, um, et cetera. All of that um, you know, is largely the same as it was before. Um, you know, you are seeing, uh, you saw a lot of alarm and commentary overnight from um, various different government officials regarding the current state of COVID. As you're seeing cases stay very elevated. Um, more importantly, you're seeing hospitalization surge. Remember, hospitalization is what really worries governments in terms of uh, medical systems being overwhelmed with patients. Um, and so you're seeing, again, more talk of mitigation steps, et cetera. The market clearly is focused on vaccines um, and they're looking past this near-term environment. But um, you know That is a dynamic to keep in mind with regards to COVID. Uh, and that is essentially really it for this morning. There's a lot of company-specific news. I have everything compiled in the piece. Um, cloud software earnings very much in focus, just given how you've seen some of the hyper momentum names come under pressure the last several days. Um, it was a mixed evening for the cloud names. Splunk was a big disappointment, um, but some of the others uh, did better. Um Just looking out on the calendar for today, uh, the focus will be on the weekly claims figures in the US. So remember, you have seen cracks in the labor market of late. I have a preview for tomorrow's jobs report in the piece this morning. Um, You know, whispers are certainly looking for a number below expectations. um, And, you know, you know, perversely, if you were to see a very, a very soft figure tomorrow on the jobs front, that could help catalyze fiscal stimulus in the, in Washington. Um, but again, I think the market's perception of stimulus is kind of shifting um, for all the reasons I discussed earlier. You have the services ISM at ten a.m. Then you have a bunch more earnings. So the big ones this morning before the open will be Dollar General and Kroger, and then after the close, you have uh, DocuSign, Marvel, uh, and a couple of others. And that is essentially everything for today. Uh, Thank you for listening.